Shalom Baruch Hu Rabbi Nedorim Daf Lamed Vav. Today's Daf discusses whether Kehanim brings a riot. The Kehanim are Shluche Derachmono. They work for Hashem, not for the guy who's bringing the carbon. They also bring a. Uh, we have a sugya of whether we can learn Efsher from E Efsher. And we finished the Daf discussing whether when someone takes Truma off of his friend's field, there's a certain Toivis Hano that the Kohen gets that the coin gives to the person who gives him the truma, who does that Tevisana go to? The one who took off the truma or the one from whom he took the truma off? We begin with Rav Shini Bar Abba who asks, if the guy who's bringing a carbon, we learned that if a guy, if a guy is bringing a carbon and he's not allowed to get Hana from that coin, the coin is still allowed to sprinkle the blood of his carbon, chatos, the dam of his Carbon Asham, you see that the Kayan is not working for him. He's not Hishliach. He's not getting enough from the Kayan directly. The Kayan is working for the Rabbanu Shalom. Sounds like a good Raya. The Gemara answers, the truth is that's not such a Raya. That was talking about a case of a Dam Chatos of a Metzoyra and Dam Asham of a Metzoyra. And by Metzoyra, the Pesach has a, a special Halacha. It says, Zoistia Toiras Ha Metzoyra. And we learn from that whether the Metzoyra is a Godol or a Katan. The coin is still allowed to bring the carbon for them, even even if the the makrov doesn't have das, since he's just being mechusar kapara. He what he did is is kapara. Now he's just bringing the carbon so that he could continue with his life. Over here, the coin is allowed to bring it, and he's not considered giving hanod to this person because he's not giving him the kapara. Next, we have a mishnah that says that if kahanim makes something pickle, they have the wrong kavanas when they bring a carbon in the base of mikdash. If they do that on purpose, but mazed. Then they're chayiv to pay back the guy who brought the carbon, who just ruined his carbon. But if they did a b'shoigig, they're potter. We see that even if they do it b'shoigig, they're potter from paying back the carbon, but the carbon is still pigle. Now, if you're going to tell me that this coin is working for their boynish alayim, then yeah, the, the, the carbon is still going to be pigle. But if, the, he, but if I'm working, if the coin is working for the guy who brought in the carbon, why does it become pigle? He's not the shliach of the guy who brought in the carbon anymore. Because the guy brings in the carbon and gives it to the kohen and says, Here, do me a favor, make this into a carbon. Be makavet to the rabbanu shalalim. But, if he didn't, he, but he, he's not making him a shliach to make his cow into pigle. The shlichos would be null and void. It shouldn't become pigle. The tikkuni avusi. The Gemara answers that that's not a raya whether the kohen is working for, that the kohen is working for Shema for the Rabbanu Shleilam because Pegel is different since the Pasuk says which means that it becomes Pegel no matter what in any situation. Even Beshoigig. Now in the next Sugya, Rabbi Yochanan says that everybody who is bringing in a carbon needs to have Das for their carbon except for a Mechusa Kapara. They already got the Kapara. A person can bring Karbanas for his sons and daughters even if they're Ketanin. They don't need Das for that. Now, if that's true, the Gemara says, why can't a person bring a chatas chelev for his friend? If his friend eats chelev, why can't I bring his carbon? Someone could bring a carbon for his wife who is a shoite. She doesn't have any das, and her husband is allowed to bring her carbon. This is like she does Yehuda. That should work if it's just mechusa kapara. And yet, Rabbi Eliezer tells us that if someone sets aside a chatas chelev for his friend, it doesn't work. He did nothing. 
Why is it any different than bringing a carbon for his shaita wife? The Gemara answers, what is the case of Ishtai shaita? If it's that she ate chaylev while she was a shaita, she doesn't have to bring a carbon for that. She's not a bas carbon. If she ate it while she was a pikachas and then she became a shaita, Rabbi Yirmiyam Rabbi Avo would tell us in that case, B'Shem Rabbi Yechanan, eats chaylev, sets aside a carbon to make up for that chaylev eating, and then she loses her mind. Now, if she becomes lucid again, that carbon is puzzle because that whole carbon is nidche. The moment that she lost her mind, she's now no, no longer a bas carbon, and the chiyuv of chaylev disappears. The chiyuv to bring a carbon for her chaylev eating disappeared. Elamai, maybe a person should be able to bring a carbon pesach for his friend. Right? Someone could bring a carbon pesach for his sons and daughters or a katanin without their das. And yet, Rabbi Yezer says that if someone sets aside a carbon pesach for his friend, it doesn't work. Rabbi Yezer answers, carbon pesach is not a good raya because the postdoc says, and that is not that chiyuv, that heter of bringing a carbon pesach for his sons and daughters, even without their das, that's not a halachim raisa. That's why it's not going to work for your friend. It does work for your kids, it's not going to work for your friend. How do we know that it doesn't work for your friend, it works for your kids? That we learned. That if someone tells his sons, I'm going to go Shach to Pesach, and anyone, whoever gets to Yerushalayim first, gets to be Mishtatib with me. And go. As soon as the first Chavra show up in Yerushalayim, Roshiv Rubai, he is now Zoicha in that Chelek, and, he, and he's also Mezake to his brothers. That whole Chabura wins. But if you tell me that Celebais, if you would think that it's Deraisa, how is he being Mezake and already Shechted Karban Pesach for somebody? Elamai, his ability to be Mezake to the other, to his sons and daughters, is not Deraisa. Our Mishnah is talking about with his, with his sons who are Katana. Alright, so what's he doing with this whole race over here? If they're already in the carbon Pesach, whether they make it first or last. His father was trying to be Mazaris, then we made it into our race, and never ever Pesach. You know, things were hectic. Okay, first Chavra in, whoever makes it first. You know, the third group that made it in for the carbon Pesach, they were called the Atzlonim. You get a push to the front, make it a race. We have a Bryce like this also. It says that there was one era of Pesach when the daughters of this guy made it before his sons. And the daughters proved to be more his reason than the sons. But in Echanami, it doesn't matter who, who gets there first, because Midarai saw that they were all Zeicha already. Next, the Gemara asks, if someone takes Truma off for his friend's pile of fruit. See, my neighbor has a pile of oranges ready to go. It's all Tevel. I'm like, you know what? I have a couple of oranges. I'm going to give these oranges as Truma for his whole pile. Now, Bedine Nedarim, well, before we get to Nadar, since it's a schus that I'm taking off his truma for him, do I need his das? Maybe I'm, I'm doing him a favor, whether he likes it or not. I mean, he, he's, def- he's definitely going to like it, so I can do it whether, with, with it with or without his permission. Or maybe, since it's his mitzvah to take truma off of his devil, I'm, in essence, stealing his mitzvah, and I do need his permission. So do, not, do I need his permission to take truma off of his orange pile or not? So the Gemara answers, we learned, 
that you're allowed to take off the other guy's chuma and miser with his permission. Now, what's that talking about? If I took from his oranges to potter his pile of oranges with his das, then I'm breaking the nedr that he made on me. If I'm not allowed to give him any hano, he can't send me out to go take off his truma. That's giving him hano. And I can't do it without his das. That then I'm just walking into his yard and grabbing some of his oranges without his permission. That's stealing. I'm not a shliach. Elamai, I took my oranges off for his pile of oranges. To matter, to take truma off of his. Tebel. Now, if I did this with his permission, with his das, then it'll still be violating his nether. He says, oh, do me a favor and uh, take truma off for my pile. Even if I'm using my own stuff, I'm still giving him an off. Elamai, I did it on my own volition. And I'm taking off my own oranges. To potter his oranges. Yeah, if you're going to say that I need his das to take truma off of his pile, then I'm giving him hana. Elamai, I don't need his das. And I could do it without him knowing at all, and I could take truma off of his pile, and therefore not directly giving him hana. Without violating his nether. The Gemara says that's not necessarily a raya. Really, it could be that I took the Chuma off of his pile. To matter his pile. And we're going like Shita's Rava who says that the case is where the guy just announces anybody who wants to take Chuma off of my pile can go ahead and do it. So I have his permission to do it, but I'm not giving him my no because anybody could have just shown up and done it. Next, Rav Yirmiya asks Rav Zera, if I take my oranges as Chuma for my friend's pile of Tavel, who gets the Toivas Hano? Who does the Koyen owe? Who's now considered getting Hano from the Koyen? In that if the Koyen is not allowed to give one of us Hano, we'd be in trouble. Since any Israel could give it to any, give his Truma to any Koyen, when he gives it to one specific Koyen, he's giving him a Toivas Hano. But if I'm not allowed to give him any Hano, there'd be Yasser. So which one of us is actually giving Hano? Do we say that since it's my fruits that I'm giving for the truma, I'm giving the kohen hano. Or do I say that this? I'm only allowed to give you this as truma because of my friend's pile of oranges. So Zera answers. The pasuk says, "Es kol tevuas zarecha vinosata." It's the produce owner who's officially giving it. He's he's giving the tevas hano. So the Gemara asks. We learned in the case of an adarim that I'm allowed to take off someone else's truma and miser with his das, even if I can't give him any hano. Now, if you're telling me that the toivas hano comes from the Baal Hakri, the owner of the orange pile, I just gave this guy hano. Well, it has to be that the toivas hano is mine, the guy who physically gives over the truma. Look at my answers. No. He was giving truma from the Baal Hakri. He was taking some of the oranges from this pile to make this pile misukan. And he did it with, his, with the Baal's permission. I that sounds like I'm doing his shlichus and I'm not allowed to give him hano. No. He announced, like we said before, Rava says that the guy just announced, anybody who, who wants to take chum off of my pile of oranges, go for it. That's not giving him direct hano. And the Gemara brings down from Rabbi Avom, Rabbi Yechanan, three halachas, and the third one will wrap up our entire sugya. Number one, if Reuven is makdish an animal for Shimon's carbon, and then it gets a moment, they need to be poided. 
Who needs to add the Karen and Chaymesh? Who needs to pay this off? All right, if it's worth 100 bucks, he has to pay 125. The Chaymesh Melabar, 25%. So Rabbi Yechanan says the Makdish, the one who actually designated the animal for the carbon, even though he's not the one that's bringing the carbon, he's the one that has to pay the Karen Chaymesh. Second halacha, that over here in the case of Reuven and Shimon, if Reuven brought the carbon for Shimon, if they have to do Tmura on the animal, Shimon, the Meshaper, is going to do the Tmura. And the third halacha is that if someone takes Truma from his own oranges to potter his neighbor's pile of oranges, the Toivas Hana belongs to him, the one who took off the Truma. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.